Hello and welcome to VoiceWorks Sound Business, a podcast all about sound, audio and the people who make it. I'm Jim and on today's podcast we're talking Twitter podcasts. Chances are you've heard the rumours but not yet seen the evidence, but there are a select few users around the globe who have been given early access to Twitter's first step into the podcasting arena. In what has the potential to be a game-changing move for podcast discovery, the social media platform has followed up the launch of its Twitter spaces with the more traditional audio product of podcasting and has already begun integrating it into their new look audio space. But how is it going down? You and I may not yet have had the chance to explore the new feature, but radio, audio and podcasting buff Adam Bowie has. And he joins me on today's podcast to talk about what's currently happening, what you can do to get yourself ready, the potential of this move and if Twitter podcasts can really be a podcasting game changer. Adam Bowie, welcome to VoiceWorks Sound Business. How are you and where are you? Hello, Jim. Uh, Yes, I'm recording from home. I'm good, thank you. Uh, Recording from home in my not-quite-professional setup here. (laughs) Sounding very good, though. You're here to talk about Twitter podcasts, which is a relatively new phrase to say and a relatively new adventure for Twitter to embark on. I guess the best place to start is you've had a glimpse of this. What's going on? A lot of us have heard that Twitter podcasting is coming. We've seen the official announcements from Twitter, but we've not seen it. You have. You've had a play. What's your first thoughts? Yeah, I'm not quite sure how I got it. I am on the beta stream on Android and I don't know if they've developed Android any faster than iOS, but that that's how I seem I just found it one day when I hit the audio button at the bottom of the Twitter app and it told me that podcasts are here. So I instantly had a bit of a play. As I say, it's it's in the audio tab if you like uh, at the bottom of the screen and it's kind of merged in with twitter spaces which is obviously the twitter's sort of live audio function that they've had now Mm. for a little while the sort of clubhouse competitor and what they seem to have done is uh, as far as i can see is they've sort of suggested to themselves well we can we can deal with audio what else can we do with this and they've added in podcasts i think as i say i'm on the beta stream it is very much a beta product i would say at the moment it's got quite limited functionality, but there are some podcasts and you can listen to them. It's interesting that it sits within Spaces, and I'd probably argue that Spaces is one of the more successful of the social audio apps mechanisms that have released over the last 12 months or so. When you're in there, is there a clear delineation between what is a podcast and what is being presented as live audio? At the moment, no. So what happens is you, you go into it and it then presents you with a kind of carousel of different subjects. So that might be daily news, that might be technology, that might be sport or whatever. And actually what what you end up with is this sort of selection of icons for different audio pieces. And mm-hmm. it doesn't actually delineate between a live space and a podcast. So sometimes you will... There's, if you like, there's a, I guess, a hero piece of audio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to sort of describe them that way, which could be a podcast. You know, when you see the New York Times Daily, obviously a podcast. But another one, you hit it and you realise, oh, I'm actually jumping in, and then you get the familiar 
Twitter Spaces setup come along, you realise, oh, I'm jumping into a live space and I'm he- I'm hearing people. So you know, uh, and it's not always clear because you know I don't recognise every single podcast title. The famous ones you kind of recognise, sure. and there's a lot of famous ones in there. But no, they they seem to have just sort of mixed them up and what they also do so once you're listening to whichever one they've decided is the most important one in that subject so that could be a live space there's then a, a basically a playlist a, pre, a pre-created playlist of other podcasts and they probably are podcasts because obviously for the most part although people do schedule twitter spaces they don't know what you don't know when you're going to listen to so you might hear a space and then the next ones in the list are going to be actually podcasts Obviously, Twitter is primarily it's a social media app. Is there anything that suggests that there are social aspects coming to the podcast function? Or is it once you're in there and you're listening to a podcast, is it pretty much play, stop, pause, rewind, the usual functionality that you'd find in a podcasting app? It's really basic at the moment. So first of all, no, there, there isn't any obvious mechanism for, you know, say clipping and sharing a section and going oh wow i want to share this people should go back and have a listen to this podcast here's a good example of it so there's nothing like that the playback functionality is incredibly limited it's basically play pause with 15 seconds forward and back but there's nothing else key to key to it is there's no way to subscribe or follow a podcast oh wow uh, depending on what terminology you want to use so you can't say oh wow here's a great new podcast i've never done it let's let me uh, subscribe to it that's not in there and indeed, if I come out of the audio section of the app and go in, uh, that might not be in there next time round when I have another look. So there's no way at all of curating a list of podcasts that you want to listen to inside the Twitter app at the moment. I mean, I'm sure that's coming because, you know, at the moment you're basically being presented with a random list of audio that's kind of ethereal as far as the Twitter app goes. So you're not, you don't have the opportunity to come back to it later on definitely none of these sort of usual kind of mm. things you'd see in a more fully featured podcast app like being able to download offline or anything like that or creating your own playlists of podcasts or any of those kind of things or if you like to listen to podcasts at 1.5 speed you can't do any of that yet so it's incredibly basic so if there's no way to subscribe or follow and i'm already sensing that we're going to get an even longer average podcast intro as people are asking us to subscribe follow find them on twitter podcasts in whatever random mechanism they start but if there's no way to do that at the moment how is the audio that you're finding within spaces from a podcasting perspective curated is it largely podcasts connected with people you're following already is it based on what twitter perceives to be your interests yeah, I think it's probably that. I mean, that's what it says in the press release. And my experience, yes, that's the case. So I follow a lot of journalism and news. And so it highlights news quite a lot to me. Some of my other interests are sport. It has correctly worked out that I'm an Arsenal supporter. It did sort of present me with a live Twitter spaces before um, an Arsenal home game. Although curiously, I'm also very interested in cycling and on the um, on the page where it, it sort of said that it, it, it even underneath said, because you follow cycling, which is one of those kind of curated Twitter mm. lists, here's a load of football podcasts. Um, <laughs> and in fact, there were no cycling podcasts anywhere in there. Um, uh, in a, in a, with another hat on, I actually work on a cycling podcast and uh, that wasn't listed. And actually most of the sports podcasts, with the exception of that, Twitter spaces and and actually to be fair a soccer 
subject matter which was separate to sports but the rest of the sports app podcast were all nfl and i think one nba mm. podcast so it's kind of quite simple i would say but i mean it's got the main subject matters right you know i'm interested in technology and things like that and 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 they're in there so if you could look at you know if you look at my twitter follows or i don't know if they're doing anything fancy actually looking at the kind of things i tweet about it's broadly got the subject areas right Right. i'd just say that they haven't looked at it too deeply and when they do suggest podcasts they tend to be the really obvious ones they haven't really gone beyond the the you know we all know the new york times has a really good news podcast Uh, you know npr in america produces a lot of news podcasts that kind of thing i think one of the challenges that social audio has had in the social media space is that social media is quite often consumed in ways and places where sound just isn't appropriate and hence the need for subtitles on videos you get within these platforms do you think twitter podcasts is going to suffer the same challenge here that people just simply don't really want to have audio within their social media apps i think i i've always thought of it less that they don't want to have audio so they always think about video first so video obviously works can work quite well without audio you know in a lot of cases we we watch we see videos go by and by default actually audio is turned off and you know you have lots of clips that sort of implore us to turn audio on for this video and that kind of thing tiktok would be an example of one where you wouldn't do that but i think mm-hmm. you know something like instagram and so on you often might scroll through those without necessarily listening to the audio but i think i think it's just that everyone you know you can see what's going on i can you know whereas i do have to turn the sound up if I want to hear a bit of audio in a shared context and depending on the environment you're using your device, you know, that may or may not be something appropriate. You know, if you're in a work context or school or college, you know, looking, you know, you may not want to put the audio on and disturb others. Nonetheless, you know, there is this challenge for those of us who work in audio to share, share it. And, you know, everything, you know, people have tried everything, as you say, from, you know, uh, subtitled videos to you know audiograms where you get one of those sort of nice little sort of um, audio waveforms mm. and and there is no simple answer I mean if you do have video you know and a, a lot of podcasters now at least have webcams going or something and but even then if it's a couple of people speaking in a studio that's still not if I don't have the sound on it's still two people talking and I don't know what they're talking about mm. or what they're saying I don't know how much that's really what their thinking is twitter's thinking is here as i say it's still very early and I, I i don't really even know what resource that twitter's put into it because twitter's doing a lot of things having been fairly still for a while they're doing a lot of things all of a sudden and they're fighting off slash jumping ahead with a a, a buyout by elon musk so goodness knows what the, the long term there is for twitter but i think this is more about them trying to get a bit more stickiness with their audio product if i okay. was to be honest i think spaces as you say i think it's done pretty well but i don't know to what extent you know what proportion of twitter users are really using it i think some particular groups are probably using it a bit more than others but i don't know that the wider sort of twitter users are and you know i certainly know that there's some random person that i happen to follow has got a space going i'm probably not going to listen to it and there's just the you know and then the other things on a a random you know i don't want to go into some crypto live space that happens to be going on right at the moment but what this does is this gives me maybe something 
there's maybe a bit more stickiness to the app. I guess this is really what it's about, that I find something I want to listen to. And if they haven't got enough spaces that gives me something, then maybe a podcast might fit in there. Mm. So that that's the way I suspect maybe they're thinking about it. I was kind of looking at this as well and thinking, what's the long play for Twitter here? And I came up with the same conclusion that it's largely about user experience. I saw a really, really interesting stat that said Twitter had done some research and it suggested that 45% of people, this is US-based research, that use Twitter also listen to podcasts monthly, which I think is about double the national average. So there's clearly a synergy between people who consume podcasts and people who use Twitter as a social media platform. So yeah, I kind of got to the same place that it was largely about user experience and giving people another reason to come back to the app in the face of TikTok's threat and Instagram's threat, etc., and all these other growing platforms. Do you think Twitter have got this? Because I think one of the challenges that many tech companies have had in the past when they've looked at audio is the people who run those tech companies, the people that work within those tech companies, they're tech people, they're not audio people. So they don't necessarily understand audio beyond what they do and their personal consumption. So do you think Twitter have understood the challenge here and understood what a user wants from podcasts? Or is it just too early to tell at the moment? I think it is a little bit too early to tell, but I don't think they're completely sort of, you know, sometimes you see, as you say, a big tech company come in and there's audio the way they think about it. I think they've obviously got some learnings because they've had spaces up and running a while and they've sort of added functionality, you know, things like, oh, you can go back and listen to a space afterwards, whereas initially you just couldn't mm. do that. So they, they've probably got a reasonable idea I mean, it's interesting some of those stats you were, you were pointing out, you know, a fairly high proportion of people listening to podcasts and using Twitter. But there's also that leaves quite a lot of people who don't listen to podcasts and use Twitter. And, you know, this might be, you know, if I, if I look at this as a half glass full kind of mentality, that means maybe podcasts are being introduced to a bunch of people who aren't really using them. And maybe, you know, I might be saying, look, everyone knows what the New York Times Daily don't, is, don't they? Maybe there's a big chunk of people that don't know what it is or don't know what Guardian Football Weekly is or whatever and are being introduced to these sort of podcasts for the first time. So I think once their technology gets better, once the AI or, what, you know, the algorithms to maybe dig a little deeper into podcast sphere and try and find things that are a little bit more targeted towards me that might improve things but of course they don't they don't know what i subscribe to you know i mean you know maybe i follow the twitter accounts of podcasts i listen to but not always and and that's not an entirely complete picture but you know my my podcast list is is, is safely stored in a separate app so there is a challenge there as well they don't know what i'm already listening mm-hmm. to so the fact that they're suggesting things that i already subscribe to is difficult for them to tell is there any sign yet as to how as a podcaster, you can take advantage of this and distribute your content via the platform. Any idea how Twitter are actually ingesting this stuff in the first place? Yeah, it's a good question. And I don't know is the answer to that. I think, you know, they could be just using some kind of search spidering to find RSS feeds. They might be using Apple's API, mm. which obviously a lot of podcast apps do use. So it's not clear. They are surfacing very recent episodes. So while you can't even choose an episode of a given podcast when you find it, they do give you at least the very latest one. So they obviously have some RSS hoovering in, you know, they're hoovering up those feeds somehow. But I don't know, and I certainly don't know how an individual podcaster can go about and let Twitter know that, hey, I've got a podcast, can you do it? I mean, I think the obvious things are list yourselves in all the usual places Mm. and 
I hope they pick up on it. All the usual things for podcasts anyway have a website with a link to your RSS feed. So, you know, if they're doing it via spidering and search, which, you know, some some providers do do, then at least you've got a chance of being discovered that way. But I, yeah, I don't know. And it's, it's not really clear at the moment. One final question for you, Adam. When do we think the world is going to get a play at this? When, rather than the chosen few of which you are one, are we going to uh, be able to get stuck into Twitter podcasts? I don't know. I think Twitter are faster than some people rolling out some of their features. Although I say that, I've only just seen the new version of TweetDeck, which I think for some have had it for like six to nine months prior to me. So so maybe I'm going instantly going back on what I said. I mean, things like Spaces did roll out fairly quickly. And I, I think this is an evolution on. The only thing to say is, you know, this is so early at the moment. I don't think many people are missing out on much. And I think Twitter would be advised to learn and maybe iterate a little bit more before they roll it out because, you know, not even being able to subscribe to a podcast or, or follow it or whatever, but use whatever terminology you like, I think is just an incredibly limiting mm. factor at the moment. I mean, one thing that they might be able to do, which they haven't done, is actually the ability to tweet a link to your podcast and be able to play it within the app, uh, within the Twitter app. And, and that might be an interesting thing, whereas at the moment mm. you might send a link. You know, some people share links to... A, a disappointing large number of people share links to things like, oh, here it is on Apple Podcasts. You know, great. If I don't have it, then that's a dead yeah. link to me. Or the Spotify link, same again. And then it's maybe more enlightened people use some service like Podfollow or whatever, where at least you get to choose it. I guess with this way, you c they could fairly quickly roll something out and let you let people share direct in Twitter links so that you can carry on using Twitter yeah. and listen to the podcast that someone has shared. So that might be an option. But yeah, I mean, I, look, I'm second guessing. I think it'll be sooner rather than later, but I don't think getting it too early is probably doing too many people any favours. The idea of a Twitter embed player, actually, that would be a very logical step and a very useful step in terms of listening habits as well. I like that. Adam, thank you very much for your time on Sound Business. Really enjoyed chatting to you about this. I'm looking forward to getting stuck into Twitter podcasts as well when I'm blessed with the facility to use it. And if people want to hear more or find out more from you and your podcast musings, where can they head? Go to adambowie.com or find me at Adam Bowie on Twitter. Cheers, Adam. Thanks. That's it for today's VoiceWorks Sound Business. For more information on the launch of Twitter podcasts and to read and see more from Adam Bowie, check out the links in today's podcast description. You can find everything you need there. Plus, don't forget to check back at previous episodes of VoiceWorks Sound Business. There may well be a topic that tickles your fancy and click subscribe or follow, depending on where you're listening, to get future episodes as soon as they're ready. And if you want to chat to me or any of the VoiceWorks team about your audio strategy, then get in touch via the website, voiceworks.ai. <laughs>